It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Born in 1952 in central Mexico, Don Miguel Ruiz was one of 13 children. His mother and grandfather were spiritual healers. Committed, they were, to following the teachings of the Toltecs, an ancient Mexican culture that inspired the Aztecs centuries later. Don Miguel was expected to embrace his heritage and become a spiritual teacher also, but instead he chose a life of science and became a medical doctor. But in the late 1970s, he was in a near-fatal car crash. He says he had a transcendent experience then and realized his consciousness existed beyond his physical body. More recently, he suffered two more life-threatening events. A massive heart attack in 2002, followed by a heart transplant in 2010. He says each of those experiences opened him to more profound levels of spiritual awareness. Inspired to guide others on the spiritual path, Don Miguel wrote the four agreements. This is what I know for sure. If you just did these four things in your life, your life would change for the better, for good. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best. Truly wisdom to live by. In 1997, The Four Agreements was published. I came to know about it around, I think, 2000, 2001. Ellen DeGeneres was sitting on the show, and we were having a conversation. She mentioned it. I loved it so much, I featured it in the premier issue of O Magazine. When I opened my school in South Africa, it is the first book that I gave to my girls as a gift uh, for them. I've taught from this book. I've shared it with as many people as I know, and now I have the privilege of speaking to the author, actually for me the first time, Don Miguel Ruiz. It's Thank a you. great pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. So let's talk about how you came to write these four agreements. I know you come from a, a family legacy of shamans yes. and teachers, mm -hmm. and I think your, your grandparents, your parents always believed that even though you were a medical doctor, mm -hmm. that what you have done with the four agreements that you would end up passing this message mm -hmm. of hope and inspiration on to people how did you come to the four agreements well first was when i decided not to be a medical doctor well the reason is because i see that most of my patients when they come with problems 
most of the problem was psychological. Then I decided that I want really to understand the human mind. By that time, I, I saw that uh, science and technology was evolving very, very fast, but psychology was way behind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then these four agreements and all the books that I wrote after mm -hmm. the four agreements, it's really psychology books. That is a way that you apply and you change your own creation, which is your own life. Yes. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. How was it that you came to know what you know? This simple message of power and influence that allows us to begin to perfect our own humanness here on Earth. How, well, how, how is it you know what you know? Well, I think it's a moment of inspiration. Mm -hmm. You know, I was doing my social service as a medical doctor. You were a doctor? Yes, and it was in, in the middle of the desert. It was too hot that I couldn't sleep. Then I just take a walk in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. and then I see the stars. You looked up at the stars as we all have done. Exactly. Then in just a second, without words, without knowledge, I just understood everything. Wow. I look around, I see this beautiful planet Earth, and I knew it's alive. Mm. And I knew that I'm part of that, of, of that beautiful living being. Oh, you know, I had one of those moments. Mm -hmm. I had one of those moments. I was in Fiji, and I was watching, sitting watching the waves come to shore. And I was just sitting and watching. And I had not just the realization, mm -hmm. but the knowing that the ocean represented a, a metaphor for mm -hmm. the body of God or all mm -hmm. that is God. And that we, each of us, mm -hmm. all that is life is a wave in that ocean of God. Mm -hmm. I saw myself as that wave coming to shore and then coming to shore and then falling into the sand and forgetting, mm -hmm. losing the sense that you were the wave that was mm -hmm. a part of the ocean of God. Sort of like that. That's what you're talking yes, about. Yes, and right? what happened in that moment is that I saw the truth as it is. You saw the truth as it and is. And when I was uh, seeing all the stars, one of the things that I understood is that there's only one being and is alive. Mm -hmm. And that being is made by hundreds and millions of universes. 
every single cell of our body is a universe. Mm. Then there's, I don't know how many millions, but altogether create a physical body. So you're saying, mm -hmm. if I may translate, is that from your perception, there is one God, mm -hmm. which is all of life. Yes, it's and life itself. each of us mm -hmm. is like a wave in that ocean, mm -hmm. and that we represent the body and life that is God. Yes. Okay, so you have that moment where you walk out, you look at the stars, you sense the truth. <clears throat> then you had uh, a car accident. How old were you? In the car accident, I was like a 22 or 23 years old. And then you had the near-death experience. Yes. So after you had the accident mm -hmm. as a young man, were you trying to continually go back to that moment of realization exactly. of that I'm not my body? Mm -hmm. You were yes. trying to get back to that feeling. Yes. How, do, how were you doing that? Well, it's something that my mother used to call dreaming. Dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it's a very ancient tradition. It's just like a kind of a meditation. Meditation. That what you're doing is uh, you search for a place that is between the worlds. And when you finish a thought and before you start a new thought, there's a place of silence. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle talks about that and, a lot. In that place of silence between yes. the thoughts, we can between say. Between the thoughts, okay. Then you expand it. Yes, you get more space. Until finally you live in that place and you, uh, the thoughts no longer control you. You control the thoughts. Anybody who's learning to meditate, as, and, and you followed our meditations with Deepak Chopra, you know what he's talking about. And those of you who are meditators, it's that space between the thoughts. Mm -hmm. If the more you do it, mm -hmm. it's like developing a muscle. You get mm -hmm. better at it. Yes, you find the inner silence. You can find the inner silence. And you're saying being able to, that space, mm -hmm. creating that space, is like being out of your body because there's because yes. you're not no longer controlled by your mind. Exactly. Got it. Then you can control the thoughts instead you, of your thoughts controlling you. Exactly. Yes. And at that point, uh, you only think when you want to think. You only think when you want to think. Ah, oh, mm -hmm. yes. I think you refer to it in the book. You talk. It's like a runaway horse. Most people's thoughts are like a runaway mm -hmm. horse, and the horse is out of control and running all over the place all the time. Yes, that internal dialogue becomes a big nightmare. Some, sometimes it's like a thousand people talking at the same time and yes. nobody's listening. Yes. You change yes. your mind all the time. On Super Soul Sunday, we had uh, Michael Singer uh, in his book, uh, Untethered Soul. He calls it the roommate in your head, the roommate mm -hmm. constantly talking. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about living in that space where you are the observer of the thoughts. Mm -hmm. The creator. And the creator of the thought mm -hmm. and not allowing yourself to be carried away by the thought. So that's what you knew. Mm -hmm. That's what you recognized more profoundly mm -hmm. when you had your car accident. By the time you have the heart attack, you're the first person I've mm -hmm. ever interviewed that says, everybody, come on, I'm getting ready to die. I want to show you how mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. So when you had the heart attack, having had a near-death experience, understanding that you weren't your body when you were mm -hmm. much younger, were you afraid of dying? Not at all. I was excited. It's exactly the opposite. You were excited about dying? Well, yes. You know, it's the, that strong pain that woke me up at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, I'm a medical doctor. I know it's a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And, really? I was, and the, the pain is very strong. Mm -hmm. Then after I called the 911, of course, mm -hmm. I called my manager at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And I told her, please tell everyone that 
I have a heart attack and I will die very soon. That uh, ask them to come to see me because I, I want to show to them the best way to let go of the physical body. You thought you were going to die. Oh, I, I was completely sure. You knew you were having a heart attack. Yes. You were okay with it. Of course. When, when I die, I will die in doing what I love to do, which is my passion. The doctors tell me that I may survive one or two years, and, and, mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter anyway. Mm -hmm. I love li life so much mm -hmm. that I just follow my passion. Mm -hmm. And my passion is to do what I'm doing all the time, sharing, teaching, uh, going everywhere and giving myself. Mm -hmm. So you're living with a new heart. Yes, I love it. For two years? Yes. So where were you? Eight and a half years, you were walking around with your heart operating at 16 and at 16 yeah. percent and you were and, and speaking oh yes I, I i go to many other places i went to pyramids climbing slower but i it didn't stop me wow and then you get the call that we have a heart for you oh that was great what was that like well like i tell my son because i was with my son at that time and mm. Nickel jr uh, when they called me he wanted to go to l.a with me but he was doing a, a workshop and i say no you stay and do what you have to do your presence will not change whatever is the outcome. Wow. And just understand that for me, it's a win-win situation. If I, I wake up, that means I will have a new heart and it's a second chance to live life and to keep doing what I love to do. And if I don't wake up, then it's fine. But you still wanted to live. Well, Was there not a point where you think, all right, all right, you can take me now. Forces, take me. No. No, 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 because the will all. to live is so strong. And, and you know, to enjoy life. And to enjoy life. Because my focus was to enjoy life at every single moment. Even when you were suffering from the pain of... Well, only it was my body who was suffering with the pain. Your body was suffering. Not me. And you recognized you were not your body. I knew that for a long time ago, and it was not a theory. Mm. I am not my body. Mm. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about the first agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Being impeccable with your word is the correct use of your energy. It means to use your energy in the direction of truth and love for yourself. If you make an agreement with yourself to be impeccable with your word, just with that intention alone, the truth will manifest through you and clean all the emotional poison that exists within you. If you just did that one, it's enough to everything would change. Yes, it's enough to live your life in heaven, we can say in that way. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that this morning. And because I knew I was going to be talking to you, it was one of the reasons mm -hmm. I was late and the whole day got, mm -hmm. is because I had said to myself, I'm going to work out 30 minutes. Then I got on the treadmill and I realized, well, maybe I won't make it 30. And you know, this is what I know. And I know many of you have done that this too, who are listening to us in different places in the world. 
you are far more impeccable. I find this for myself. I'm far more impeccable when it comes to other people than I am to myself. If I tell somebody I'm going to do something for them, I show up, I do it no matter what. If I tell myself, oh, I'm going to work out, I'm not going to eat that thing, I'm not going to do that anymore, I, I am not as impeccable with myself. And that's why this is such a powerful one, because if you are impeccable with yourself, everything changes. Yes, we can say that whatever we want to change, first we need to start with ourselves. Yep. We cannot give what we don't have. No, we cannot. Mm -hmm. So is that the most important one of the four, do you think? Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. definitely. Being impeccable with your work. Yes, because that represents you. To be impeccable with the work is even much more than just do what you say you will do. It's more than that. Much more than that. Yes. You just change yourself, and just like magic, everything starts changing around you. Yeah. You say... 95% of the beliefs we have stored in our minds are nothing but lies, and we suffer because we believe all of these lies. How do we begin to store new information that is our own truth? How do we find our own truth? 95% mm -hmm. of all the stuff that we've been told about ourselves, mm -hmm. you say, not yes. true. How is 95% of what we believe <laughs> not true? For example, we learn according to newspapers, uh, magazines, uh, movies, etc. Our society. Uh -huh, that if you get wrinkles, you are not beautiful anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a story it's, we told it's ourselves. It's obviously a lie. Mm -hmm. Because a newborn baby is so beautiful, but also a human that is close to death because it's, it's like a, more than 90 years old, is also beautiful. Then what tells you that a wrinkle will make you ugly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we are believing a lie. Right. And we practice and practice until it becomes automatic. Then as soon as we start getting older, fatter, losing uh, hair, we judge ourselves. And we, we don't think that we are beautiful enough. We feel that we are not strong enough, that we are not intelligent enough. But isn't it true that when you are looking at a wrinkle or you're looking at whatever that you feel that isn't enough, that what is really living behind that energy is the fear that if I'm not enough, if I'm not pretty enough because I got too, much, too many wrinkles or if I'm not strong enough because I'm not the athlete I used to be or whatever, that it's about I'm not going to be loved, I'm not going to be appreciated, I'm not going to be valued, that that's mm -hmm. really what the fear is. Exactly, and because we believe in all those lies, because there's nothing but lies, and that make our life miserable. Like, I just open to this page, how many times do we pay for one mistake? The answer is thousands of times. The human is the only animal on earth that pays a thousand times for the same mistake. The rest of the animals pay once for every mistake they make, but not us, we have a powerful memory. We make a mistake, we judge ourselves, we find ourselves guilty, we punish ourselves over and over and over. I mean, it's so simple, but so true. Mm -hmm. How many people are carrying the same tape in their head that says, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm all the not enoughs in their lives? And not just that, we also punish other people for the same mistake thousand times. Yes. Yes, so your husband comes in and you're punishing mm -hmm. him, you're punishing your kids, you're punishing mm -hmm. everybody in your life for something that happened 20 Long years ago. ago. Every yes. time they come into your memory, you judge them again and you punish them again. You punish them again. Every time you remember, that's why I say forgiveness is the most important 
thing you can do. But forgiving means, in your what you're saying is mm -hmm. forgive, meaning let it go. Yes. Do not be tied to the past. Mm -hmm. Forgiving does not mean you have to accept that you no. did that to me and now it's okay. No, yeah, you don't have to accept that. it. No. Yeah. You and you will forgive because you love yourself so much that you don't want to keep hurting yourself for whatever happened. Whatever happened is done and cannot be changed. Yes. Then we have to that. accept that and keep going with our yes. life. Yes. My favorite of the four agreements is don't take things personally. And I know that's so hard for many people, but you say, and this really elevated my sense of uh, consciousness when I first realized that, oh, gee, I shouldn't be taking things personally because everything is coming from whoever is judging you or making assumptions about you, that's their point of view that mm -hmm. you have absolutely nothing to do with. Exactly. Okay, taking things personally, you say, is the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything then is about me. Mm -hmm. And everything isn't about me. Everything is about whoever it is that's making the assumption. Exactly. Right? Yes. You know, the same way that you're the main character of your story. You're the main, so is everybody else. Exactly. You're only secondary character in everybody else's story. It's a big lesson you have to learn, mm -hmm. particularly when you're a public figure. And I know everybody else experiences it at their own level. But when you're a public figure, and I, I remember years ago when Ellen DeGeneres first interviewed mm -hmm. you for O Magazine, that's one of the things she was wrestling with at the time because mm -hmm. she'd just come out and people mm -hmm. were making all these judgments about her. And it's hard when you hear people say mm -hmm. unkind things about you. And that's what I always think. You don't even know me. Why are exactly. you saying those things? Yes. Well, they say it because they have nothing else to do, really. They have newspapers to sell. Yeah. They have their own agenda. But it has nothing to do with me. But if you see, she make a big difference. Oh, yes. People. Hasn't she? Yes. She stand in her own truth. Stand in her own truth. Yes. The truth will not kill you. Yes. Quite the opposite. Yeah. I know that you've spent your life traveling the world and speaking to thousands and thousands of people. If you were to put into a sentence, who are we? Who are we? Well, this is the most interesting question. It is. And the reason is because we don't know. You know, I that our life is about yes. searching for that answer. Yes, you know, I, I don't know what I am. I have no idea. And it's not important. Mm -hmm. I can say, well, I'm a male, I'm, I'm a male human, I'm a medical doctor, I'm an author, and I can say everything that I know about myself. If I go into religious point of view, yes. I will say, well, I am a soul, I am a spirit. If I go into science, I will say, well, I'm energy, I am light. But the truth is that I have no idea what I am. But I am, I'm here, and I am alive. And that's enough. I don't need to know. You know, like the dog doesn't know that it's a dog, or the cat doesn't know that it's a cat. We call him dog, we call him cat. They don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Why we should care. Yeah. I, I think animals are just divine beings. Mm -hmm. I can see it, yeah. the divinity in them, because mm -hmm. they're so fully present in every mm -hmm. moment, you know? My dogs are just yes. dogs. They're just yes. in whatever moment they're in, and that's, that's divine. it. Yeah, they're not thinking about yesterday. Uh -huh. yes. You know, everything is really divine. Yes. Everything. Everything is divine. You know, everything is a spirit. And that's what your life is about, letting people know that. Yes, that for them to just accept their own perfection. You know, happiness only can come from inside of us. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really come from outside. Yes. 
Don't make assumptions. Whoa, boy. We make all sorts of assumptions because we don't have the courage to ask questions. We make the assumption that everybody sees life the way we do. Oh, my goodness. How many times have I been in conversations mm -hmm. with people? And I say, that's your point of view. Mm -hmm. you make, you're assuming that everybody thinks like mm -hmm. you. Yes. That's one of the biggest ones, isn't it? Yes, and that really comes from, uh, from knowledge. Yes. Mm -hmm. When we were born, we have no knowledge. Then society captures our attention, and it teaches the language we speak, the religion that we follow, etc., uh -huh. etc. Et then once that we have knowledge, something extraordinary happens when we, we are maybe five, six, seven years old. And what happens is that knowledge starts speaking in our head, with a voice that no one can hear but us. And that voice of knowledge is really made by assumptions. It's assuming almost everything. Then mm -hmm. when I say uh, don't make assumptions, it's just uh, a way to try to control the best we can all those thoughts. If we go deeper, like we, we said a little before, if we find a place in between thoughts, that inner silence, then we will see that we really can control all those thoughts and we can create that silence inside of us. You say on page 64, all the sadness and drama you have lived in your life was rooted in making assumptions and taking things personally. Mm -hmm. Everything revolves around either one or two of those, right? Yes. Taking it personally or assuming somebody is thinking the way that you do. I think women make this mistake a lot in relationships all kinds of relationships, particularly with their spouses and boyfriends and all that, is that you think that person should know how you feel or mm -hmm. what you're thinking. You think that mm -hmm. person should know because they love you, they care about mm -hmm. you, they know. Isn't that a huge one that people make all the time? Yes, it's happened all the time all around the world. Mm -hmm. And we cannot read minds, really. So not making assumptions. And then the, the, the fourth one. Always do your best. That's one of the reasons why I gave this to my girls at well, school, because if you always do your best. Well, this is my favorite one. That's your favorite? Oh, definitely. Because the first three exist only in our imagination, in our mind. But with the action, we make it real. It's no ah, longer in our mind. Okay. You know, we have so many ideas, but if we don't take the action, those ideas will just dissipate. But if we take the action, we really create it and we can share it with everyone. What is your definition of God? Oh, God is love, joy, truth, you and me. You and me. And everybody else. Have you always considered yourself a spiritual person? What was the aha moment or moments when you recognized your connection to something bigger than yourself? You talked about that night. Was that the first time? That's the, the first night with time. the stars? Yes, that's the first time. My encounter with the truth. Mm. Encountered with the truth. Yes. How do you define spirituality versus religion? Well, everything is spiritual. Religion is, is just a consequence of a spirit. Mm. What does prayer mean to you? An act of power. Where do you feel most at home or at peace? In the planet Earth, of course. In the planet Earth. In my own body. In your own body. I, I would have thought you would have said in that space between the words. Well, I am that space. You are that space. What happens when we die? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. The world needs... More joy. 
Love is you. Well, I thank you for the four agreements. I thank you on behalf of all the uh, friends I've shared it with, on behalf of the, my classes at the Oprah Winfrey mm. Leadership Academy. I thank you. And I would like to end with um, what you say on page 84, that you were born with the right to be happy. You were born with the right to love, to enjoy, and to share your love. You are alive. So take your life and enjoy it. Don't resist life passing through you because that is God passing through you. You're saying God is life. Just your existence, I love this line, mm -hmm. just your existence proves the existence of God. Your yes. existence proves the existence of life mm -hmm. and energy. Yes. Yeah. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Make no assumptions and always do your best. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I made the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.